Welcome to the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. Uh, thank you for finding us as this is a very unique uh, podcast that is focused on the middle school athletic director, uh, but it also uh, can go along with high school athletic directing and, and college since we are just hitting on different topics in the world of athletic administration. But we do lean a little bit more on uh, the middle school aspect than the others. Uh, today, we got a great one for you. We've got uh, Dr. Uh, Danielle LaPointe. Uh, who is going to discuss the department of one, which is what most of us are in the middle school. Uh, we're not blessed with, most of us are not blessed with secretaries and assistant ADs. Uh, so in this episode, you'll find a lot of great strategies on how to be organized, how to use different platforms, how to get the most out of your coaches and all that if, if you are a department of one. But before we dive in, here's a word from our sponsors. Bring your school's legacy to life with the Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Our interactive display highlights your greatest moments and top performers, both past and present, across athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's also so much more. With our one-of-a-kind content program, we help you every step of the way so you can tell more compelling stories that will engage your whole community. BoxOut gives you the ability to create graphics at the speed of sports to highlight your athletic department, teams, and student-athletes in seconds. Used and trusted by Notre Dame, Ohio State, UConn, Marquette, Georgetown, and many more of the top college brands in the country. If you want your school's brand to stand out through all the clutter, start your free demo at boxoutsports.com. This is Game Time. Neptune Game Time creates a high-energy game day atmosphere that your players and fans will love. Every song in our database is 100% lyric safe which means you can stop screening music for good. GameTime also provides custom messaging to help you promote your upcoming events, concessions, and event-specific announcements. And it gives you the opportunity to sell sponsorships on your station that will generate revenue for your athletic department. Amp up your game day with GameTime. Welcome back to an, another episode of the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. Um, we're here with a another great uh, podcast host today. Uh, like I said, we you know I figure we we're gonna start big with with the first two episodes. Last episode you heard from Daryl Nance, and this um, this episode you're gonna hear from a, a name that you've probably heard of before, especially if you listen to the Paradox uh, podcast, which is another um, AD uh, podcast out there. Uh, but it's with a different twist, right? And I think, you know, may, maybe she can explain it a little more. Um, but it's just the fun stories, right? I've been on there. Uh, ha- I had a good time. Talked about, you know, how uh, I love my my tight schedules. Um, and, and not even to this day, my, my schedule's been thrown off today. But, hey, it, it is what it is. We, we work with it. And we move on. So uh, who we have on the, the podcast today is Daniel LaPointe, who's been an athletic director teacher and coach for 16 years and uh, is currently working with um, hometown and working with ADs that way. And again, just like I said, also the co-host of the paradox. So Danielle, thank you for coming on with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. So again, you explain a little bit more about the kind of who you are and maybe the, the, the journey into the paradox, because those, those maybe they haven't, listen to that podcast is a great one to listen to because again it is a it is an ad podcast but it's more lighthearted, right you get a good laugh after <laughs> out of it yeah absolutely so um especially you know when we were all working through through covid um i just felt like 
we needed to one have a little bit more fun as athletic directors. Our job, you know, wasn't as fun, um, especially when we were all going through that. But um, I just these things would happen at my school, and um, or I'd hear about them with my friends, and I would be like, "Are we like the worst ads ever? Like, how do these things happen? No one prepared us for these things that we're dealing with." Um, and that was kind of the basis of the podcast it's called paradox untold stories from athletic directors and the whole point of it is to sell to tell your your funny crazy sometimes embarrassing stories of what have happened to you um in this profession but also having some takeaways from it like this isn't just happening to you right the sprinklers going off in the middle of the game has happened to a lot of 80s across the country or or that's just a quick example um you know pranks seniors like to play that type of stuff so Really, the idea is, to, like you said, to be lighthearted and but also learn and grow and how we can be better at our profession, because there's a lot thrown at us that we don't learn in books. Um, and I think it's really good if we we talk about it a little more. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Uh, like I said, mine was the fire alarm, right? We didn't evacuate, mm -hmm. evacuate during the fire alarm because it was the big <laughs> first game. And. <laughs> And you, and, and you think about, okay, yeah, I went through that. Wait, 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 wait. You just, you just glazed over the most important part of that story. You didn't evacuate, but there was a real fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. We are the, the little, <laughs> the little floor Zamboni thing of whatever you call it, that wax the floor actually blew up on the other side of the school. So, um, but anyway, you know, it's so, you know, you think I went through that and you think that was, that was bad and, 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 a not a bad situation, but you know, a, a big situation, but then you listen to some of the, other stories you're like yeah i'm glad i didn't go through that I, mine, <laughs> mine, mine sounds nothing compared to to what some of these other stories are but again it's mm -hmm. it's fun to actually you know be able to, to to sit back and laugh from them because again you, we weren't laughing in the time right in the moment we no, were all stressed we out we were you know losing our hairs pulling it out you know mm -hmm. but you know a year or two afterwards you're able to to laugh about it um and then like you said not only do you do do the ADs tell the story, but then y'all also circle back, like you said, I said, oh, you know, pretty much right. What did we learn from this? Right. So, mm -hmm. um, so hopefully when an AD, if you go through a similar situation, um, hopefully you're, you're able to, to, uh, benefit from it, from listening to other people going through it as well and, and how they handled it. So no, it's, it's a very good, uh, podcast. So make sure you check it out. Just type in again, paradox in any of your platforms and, uh, you'll be able to find it there. So, Danielle, kind of in the first, before we get into the meat of things, you know, maybe, you know, you, you talked about, you know, laughing about the AD world because it is very stressful. So what is a hobby kind of that you do that maybe people don't know about or just something that de-stresses you from from the stress of, of this job? Um, I would say the first thing that comes to mind is paddleboarding. I really love paddleboarding. Um, I really like being outdoors and hiking and some things like that. But paddleboarding is something um, living in Florida, I'm lucky enough to have access to um, whenever really I'd like to go. So um, I find myself doing that frequently and I just get to go out on the water and it's calm and it's peaceful and you're paddling and you can make it, you know, as relaxing or as much of an intense workout as you want. And I just really, really enjoy paddleboarding. I try to do it you know, two or three times a week. Um, but it's really been my time where I'm just like out there in my zone, whether I'm thinking um, about work or family, or maybe I'm not, I'm just enjoying like my surroundings. So um, yeah, that's what I would go with. I'd go paddleboarding is my thing. Good deal. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, 
anything fitness i guess is for me like you said so that that's mm -hmm. if i could get out on the water and do do fitness like that i would but uh living in south carolina we we don't know what season it is right each day because <laughs> it, it keeps changing all the time um so that that's all good so we're going to kind of move into the meat of the things but before we do that we are going to thank our title sponsor uh wall of fame um so make sure you check out uh the the good folks over at wall of fame at wall of our vital signs wall of fame.com and see how they can help you uh, bring your legacy and your story uh, to life. So, uh, Danielle, so you a couple of years ago uh, came up with this thing and this, you know, this, I don't know if it's not a project, but you came up with this, this thing about the department of one, um, right. With, with this being the, the middle school AD podcast, I would say 99% of the time it is a department of one. Um, yeah. you know, it, you may be lucky to have an assistant AD, uh, you may be lucky to, to have some type of secretary that may focus on, um, athletics, but a lot of times, you know, you, you are a teacher AD or you're an AP AD or, you know, something like that. And it, it's just you, um, because, you know, and maybe, uh, you are the assistant AD at the high school, but the middle school full-time, you know, actual AD. So again, there's a lot of different things, but a lot of it comes down to, it's you. It's you by yourself um, with a with a little bit of help. So kind of just explain that whole thing that that you found whenever you presented and, and researched and, and did all that stuff about the Department of One. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You know, we're middle school ADs are, are tackling a lot and they're doing it by themselves. And um, I just think, you know, when I kind of came up with this idea um, I just felt really stretched thin, right? Like I'm department one, I'm trying to do all of these things. And in a school where there's a principal and AP or deans or guidance counselors and secretaries, there's all these like team of people working towards something, but I felt very isolated and alone trying to get all of this stuff done. Um, and there are definitely a couple of tricks that I found to make that one easier for myself, but also thrive in that situation. Because I don't think, I think you should identify what your situation looks like. Maybe you have an assistant, maybe you don't. But I don't really think sitting there and dwelling on it and complaining about it is really going to benefit anybody, right? It's not going to benefit you, your family, your job, the coaches, your kids. Like, it's not going to benefit anyone. But understanding this is my situation, what do I have to work with is an important step into being as efficient as possible. So, um, and and why do we need to do that, right? We're, we're firefighters. We're putting out um you know, lots of fires all the time and your psychologist when your coach doesn't win a game or, or you have to worry about something else. So there's a lot of reasons. And that all, while that really is heavily to high school, that's no different in middle school. Um, so just a couple of things that I think um, to start off with before we get into like the heavier stuff is like organization is so important. And I know some people are naturally good at it and some aren't, but if you can figure out a, your system to get more organized, it's going to be easier for you, especially if you're not in your office and you need to get stuff done, right? If you're out at the field or if you're traveling to games, but like whether you do binders by sports or folders by students and coaches and, and you have your computer folders set up and calendars or how you have your email folders, the more organized you are, the less time you're gonna spend looking for things. But also if you do need help, if you're not in your office and you need someone else to look at something for you, you're gonna know right where it is. Right, you're going to have an idea and and put somebody in the right in the right um, direction. So that's something that I feel pretty um, passionate about, and and doesn't just come about your personal stuff, right? Like, what about your practice schedule or your game schedule for facilities? And like, practice schedule was a big one for me. I had to really think outside of the box for how I was going to manage that because I had 
a very limited amount of facilities with 27 teams that wanted to use them. So I had to figure out a way and I had this calendar where coaches could come and look at it without having to use me as the middleman, right? It didn't tie down me. They could be like, Hey, I want to put, uh, you know, I want to use this gym at this time. Nobody's in there. Is that cool with you? Absolutely. Like they could manage themselves a little more than me having to micromanage at all. So I think really looking at your situation and maybe you don't have an issue with facilities. So maybe you don't go down that road, right? Like that, that's all of this is really unique to everyone's um, individual circumstances, I guess. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, that was great that you kind of mentioned that as the, the, the top one, because actually the next episode after this is with Scott Payne and we we're discussing the top three uh, Google apps to, to use. And a lot of it came down to organization, right? Yeah. Um, again, I don't want to, you know, talk too much about that episode, but it, you know, so be looking for that one, obviously the next one, but you know, that, and that's, so if you do have uh, an issue with a system or need a system, um, I, I, I'm just going to say Google is, is the way to go because you can, you can share it with everybody. You can customize it on your phone. Like you said, if you're not in your, your, uh, your building um, and, you know, you mentioned up the facility, I mean, I'm going to tell you middle schools don't have two gyms, right? Yeah. Unless, unless you're in an old high school, right. And, you know, they build a new high school and you're blessed with, with that. But most of the time they, they only have um, one gym and, you know, especially when it rains, if you, if you're a, a middle school that has multiple fall sports um, and, you know, you have football there, volleyball there, maybe cross country or whatever, you know, how, what does that look like? You know, it, you probably don't, you may have a weight room. Hopefully you do. If you don't, then again, there's only one space for all those sports to go into. Um, so, you know, yeah, it is it, definitely Definitely a challenge and, and definitely uh, make, makes you think on, on top of it. It's like, again, especially if you're all by yourself. Yep, absolutely. And 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 you're right. Google's a, a great resource um, for that. And, and right on top of organization, you know, the charts and lists, those work for some people. They work great for me. Um, I like to have charts of how to remember the bylaws and how what I need to have for each student or a list of like, this is what I need to have for, for this event or for this protocol. Um, it just takes it a lot off of my worrying that I'm thinking I'm forgetting something, right? I'm not worrying, like, what did I forget? I know I forgot something. Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel that way because I have a list I can double check. And, and it'll get to a point where it's automatic, right? You don't mm -hmm. need necessarily to have your list, but you have it. So you feel better about it in case you're having one of those. What did I forget to do for this um, event or this rain makeup or whatever it, it could possibly be? So I think... Um, lists and, and, and charts are definitely highly something that I utilize and I, and I encourage. And, and like you said, Google is a perfect example of, of what you could be using. Um, but, or, and with the things you can organize, like, think about it. Like, what do you spend a lot of time on? Is it transportation? Maybe you create a sheet of like what busing, what buses are available at what time, um, what the phone number is, the addresses. You don't have to go look it up every time. It's all of the information's in one place, you know, if it's, if it's, um, how to deposit money, how to do a fundraiser. Like you could have a whole bunch of different things that, what do you get asked a lot by your coaches? Are your coaches constantly asking you the same question? Well, let's take that off your plate by creating a resource for your coaches, right? So it's kind of really looking at your situation and what do you spend a lot of time on, right? How can you alleviate some of the busy work that you have so you can focus on maybe some of the more important um, eligibility facility type of stuff that you really want to be working on. Yeah. So, so, so let's, let's get into the meat of it. Like you said, so, you, you know, we, we talked about the organization. So 
department of one also having to teach all day or also having to be an admin all day, you know, kind of what are some strategies to, to, to get through that? Okay. So there's, there's two big parts to this. Okay. The first one for me, um, was digital ticketing. I started using digital ticketing about four years before COVID started. Okay. And then I really took COVID to like shake my brain into figuring out how awesome this could really, really be. But, um, I didn't use digital ticketing for just my games. Okay. I think that's a really, really important thing. I use digital ticketing for anything I needed to collect money for. And it became like a money management tool for me. Right. So if I needed to collect like where I had to have an insurance fee, every student needed to have a $50 annual insurance fee. Do you know how much time I spent? I know you do. 80s are listening mm -hmm. to this. So I know you know how much time I spent chasing down kids. So I'm like, do you pay your fee? Yeah. I gave it to my coach. Go to the coach. Coach is like, no, they didn't give it to me. And here I am trying to track down the truth and not truth where this money is. And if you're having, you know, a large number of, of kids in your school, that's a lot of time, right? So I just had it through the platform. Now I have a list of who did it, who didn't. There is no he say, she say, there is no getting lost. Um, you have financial reports. I ran all of my fundraisers through them and you have to be creative. Don't just think, oh, I can't do that. No. My soccer team, for example, um, sold pies for Thanksgiving. So what they did was they just made every ticket a different pie, right? So they had key lime pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie, whatever type of pies you have, people could go on. You have money collection, you know, kids having to handle money. You have it all done. Um, all the financial reporting is done for you. You have an exact count of how many pumpkin first apple pies you need to turn into the company. And then when you deliver at them, you can technically check them in if you want. Now you actually have a record of when you dropped it off. So there are so many ways that digital ticketing changed, 100% changed the way I manage all of the money and the revenue flow. And it cleared up a lot of my time because I wasn't sitting there counting fundraiser financial forms and all of this. And then guess what? Over the summer, I wasn't getting any phone calls from the auditor because nothing lined up. Mm -hmm. It all lined up. So um, if you're using digital ticketing, which lots of people are now, and you're using it solely games think think again there is a much much better way to use that um, yeah i used it for like you said i used it for concessions um and i did the same way so i made a hot dog ticket i made a candy ticket i made a coke ticket you know again yep. i made it made very generic ones so again there wasn't you know 50 of them um mm -hmm. but and so then all people had to do is when they came up to concession they scanned the qr code that i had at the concession and they they bought what they wanted Yep. Right. And then, and now you have a, a an inventory of what was purchased. Yeah. And you didn't have to come in on Saturday morning and count it all. So there's so many benefits and tools that are outside of, you know, the digital ticketing term. Yeah. And then like I said, I just thought when you were talking about that is you could also use it as a fundraiser. Um, so, you know, if, if, you're, if you do have a booster club or you want to start some type of booster club, or even if you don't, right, if you have team, a team goal, you know, each, each player needs to raise 250, $300, whatever in donations, you can set it up as a hundred dollar donation ticket, a $200 donation ticket. And yep. again, you get that hundred percent profit, right? Yep. Again, I don't yeah. want to knock too many people, right. But you get the hundred percent profit mm -hmm. of that donation. Yep. I mean, even think about the simplicity of like a fan bus. You want to have a fan bus to go to a big game. Well, people buy a ticket. Now you have the exact names and then you can check them in when they got on the bus. So you actually know if they got on the bus. Like there's just so many benefits um, to how we can use it, utilize it in the athletic department. I mean, across your entire school, but I just think we as ADs need to be 
looking at the resources we already have. And that's literally the whole point of this, right? What resources do you already have that we can use to make ourselves better and more efficient? Um, and the next part, I want to credit why I thought of this, right? How this all came in is that um, I got pregnant and I ended up going out on maternity leave. And when that happened, nobody replaced me, right? There wasn't going to be a substitute AD come in um, and kind of replace me. I asked some of my head coaches if they would be interested in doing it while I was out, which they weren't. <laughs> um, but I also quickly realized that was not really an ideal solution, right? Me teaching one person how I do everything is really hard. It took me years to feel confident in what I was doing, right? So it, it quickly came it, after thinking about it and thinking about like, how am I going to run this department from afar, right? I came up with looking at all of my coaches and their qualities and their strengths. And I ended up asking coaches to help me with one thing. Okay. So everybody, if everybody helped me with one thing, if I had somebody who um, was really good at, at um, spreadsheets or like, like to look at data, can you check Arbiter for me every morning and make sure that I already have all of the officials in there before I left, but can you check Arbiter and make sure that Arbiter um, is good and we have officials for the game? Yeah, no problem. You know, if you have a good relationship with your coaches, which hopefully you do, coaches are not going to have a problem doing one thing for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't put anybody, nobody's stressed out about it. It's not burning anybody out to help with one thing. Well, then you go and you have some trainer can help you or a different coach can help you with a physical list. Or um, I came up with this idea to have every single sport that required a ticket taker. Well, if they went and found that if that sport went and found a parent to volunteer to take the tickets for me, I went ahead and paid them $50 into their booster account. So now the money is staying within our department. I'm helping them. They're helping me by taking that off of my plate, right? There's so many different ways. Social media, if you have somebody who's great at social media, you want them to control your social media account. It's one thing off your plate, but that one thing is a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So just in this couple sentences, we've had three or four things moved off your plate whether you need to have it be your student eligibility. Like there's so many things that we do as ADs that you can ask for help. And I'm not saying you can't go back and review it. I'm not saying get rid of all of these things. But what I found was when I came back from maternity leave, a couple of the coaches were like, I can continue to help you with this. And I was like, really? That would be awesome. And then I was fortunate enough where I had a budget where I could be like, well, if you keep doing this for me annually, I'll give you 500 bucks to your boosters or I'll give you this and I'll do this. So now I have people who are going out of their way to help me. I'm giving back to their department. It's taking time off my plate so I can go do more. It's really just as like, it creates this circle of teamwork that made me more efficient. It made my athletic department better. My coaches now, now if I was away, right? If I was away or something happened to me or if I got sick, I could manage things from home. Right. And, and, and just, you know, if you're, if you're a male AD and you're not going to get pregnant, don't think this doesn't apply to you. Right. What if you're, what if you're homesick? Right. Um, what if you were in a car accident? What if you just had a busy week? What if you're eight at, out at state series? There's so many reasons why 80s aren't necessarily in their office that we need a little bit of extra support and help for. And you have this resource in house. You just need to look at what you currently have differently. And the same exact thing goes for here. Like what, what do you have a lot? What are you doing a lot that you could pop probably teach someone else to do? 
And, and if you teach somebody just one thing, it's easy for somebody to learn one thing. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with with all that. And, I, and I, I've done the same thing is, is especially with the money thing, I, I would much rather pay a coach into their, mm-hmm. you know, into their account to their booster, than pay some random person. Um, and, and the athletic department is actually losing that money, right? Yes, mm-hmm. they, they helped us, they did a service. But again, you, you've got people in house that want to earn money, right? You, you know, every, every coach wants more money in their account. So it's, you know, can you help me out a little bit and, and I'll help you out. And I did the same thing. I called it an AD council. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so, it, you know, you have your leadership councils with students and, and things like that, but I had, I, I try to put a name on it and, you know, basically in an AD council, but it was, it was coaches that helped out. Like I said, maybe you had a coach that helped with social media. I had a coach that ran all my, my, um, my clock operator. He was the clock operator guy. And so for mm-hmm. every game, um, and especially volleyball and, and basketball, he was the indoor. So I knew I didn't have to go worry about finding a clock operator because he was always yep. going to show up. If he wasn't going to be there, then like you said, he, he, took it on himself to go find somebody to do it for me. Um, same thing with, with bookkeepers. I had a coach that was in charge of concession. So, you know, his, his booster club is the one that would go out and get the, the concession and stop the concession and, and different things like that. And, and then at the end of the night, we would just pay them, pay them back what they spent the money on. And then yeah. obviously we would give them a cut in the share and all that. Uh, but again, that took it off my plate. And just like you said, is, is you know especially if you know if I'm if I was away at the national uh, conference right that's that's right in the middle of basketball season and we'll, we'll, we've we've had games while I've been away and you know people have been able to actually continue going um, because I wasn't there one year I did have an assistant AD when I was at a high school and both of us went to the the national conference so if you got the the the, mm-hmm. the quote unquote head AD and the assistant AD gone you're still able to run things because like you said you've got coaches that are, that help. Um, and a lot, like you said, a lot of people don't want to ask for for the help because they don't, th- you know, think. But like I, th- I really like the way you put it. I, I just need you for one thing. What is your strength? Um, again, I've I've spoken on here. I've I've had a coach that was very good with the culture side of it. So that was her role is to help me with the culture. And so mm-hmm. she might not have been out in front of people, but it was, you know, I would always go, you know, into her office and talk to her. Say, hey we need to do this. What can we do here? What, you know, so she always come up with ideas and just those conversations, like, like you're, you're the culture, uh, you know, coach. So, you know, I'm going to again, help you out as well with a little bit of, of funding as well. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to stay inside. Like, you know, you can have your coaches help you with one thing, highly recommend that, but it can go outside of that. Like I had, um, our police, our local police, um, department would ask for, um, to use our track a couple times a year so they could do their fitness testing. So um, I was like, hey, you want to use my track? Like, I can make that happen, but I need a couple of basketball games to be covered. Like, how about we trade, right? They were like, absolutely. It helped me. It helped them. Like, it was a, it was a mutual relationship where you're, you're now helping the community get what they need, and you're getting what you need, and you're getting a little cut, a little benefit from it that you're not having to pay. So I think that it doesn't necessarily have to stay in-house if you have sort of relationships or needs like that within your community. So it doesn't have to just be coaches. I don't want anyone to limit their thinking into like just to just coaches. Mm-hmm. You really need to think outside the box. That's the point. 
The whole point of this is think outside the box. I hate when I hear ADs be like, well, this is what we've always done. It's like the kiss of death. You shouldn't say that, right? What is there a better way to do it? And like, what works for your school and your situation and your current coaching staff? And I also think it's super okay for trial and error. So if you try something and it just didn't work, that's okay. You didn't fail, right? Build upon that and figure out why it didn't work and then try something else to make it work, right? I don't think, I think a lot of times you're like, oh, well, I did this, it didn't work and you abandon it and go back to your old way, right? I don't think that's a good, healthy way to do anything. We need to figure out what's working. It's not going to work perfectly the first time, every time, but our 80 jobs are just getting larger and our staff isn't. And we have to combat that with a positive attitude instead of a complaining attitude, right? So um, the other thing that I have, which I think is a difficult thing for a lot of schools to do, specifically probably in a middle school, but you could still kind of get some ideas off of it, would be um, some sort of team building activity with your coaches. That was something that I was able to do um, at one of my schools, one, one was a little bit more hard, was a little more hard to pull off. The other one, uh, I, I was able to, to do a team, a couple of them where I would take them out. We do our professional development on the bus. We go, we, we'd go do something for the day. We'd have lunch, but now we have coaches who are talking to each other. I know my coaches are great. I love them. I know they're great. I know my track coach is great. I know my cross country coach and my basketball coach and soccer coach, but they don't really know each other. I mean, especially if you have a lot of off-campus coaches, right? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they interact and they all know each other, but sometimes they they never talk. So I think that when I started doing this team building thing at first, you know, my coaches kind of griped on it and they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. But then after it was over, they were asking if they could do it again later in the year. Mm -hmm. Because now we have a group of people who are all like-minded. They're all coaches. They all have the same goal, Right. They want to have their kids be successful. And if they can win some games while they're doing it, it would be even better. And they realized that when Johnny comes up and tells the cross country coach that the soccer coach said he couldn't run cross country, he now knows that that soccer coach would never say that, right? Mm -hmm. I just eliminated some issues. And we all know how kids like to do that, right? They like to sometimes use their coaches to get what they want. There were so many issues that I had eliminated. Um, The first year we did a ropes course. It was awesome to see each other really um, encourage encourage that my coaches encourage each other when someone didn't know if they could do something or um, cheered them on when they were successful. So that was really cool thing to see. But they also, um, they credit, they formed a bond and they could figure out situations and they were friends essentially Mm -hmm. when without having to like run to my office to be like, Oh, I thought I was in the gym now. I thought I was in the gym now. Okay. Give me 10 minutes and I'll be out and you can take it. You know, stuff like that was figured out. Um, instead of having to run to my office. So I think that it's a really, really cool thing if you can get it done. I do think that it's a hard thing to try to pull off. I gave them in-service points, so that helped as well. Um, I filled out all of that paperwork, but I, I think, um, yeah, we did a ropes course. Uh, we did some scavenger hunts. Um, we did paintball. I don't recommend <laughs> taking your coaches to paintball because they all shot me. Of course, of course. This is this is their only time to get at you. <laughs> it hurts. Five bruises. So don't don't do paintball. You can find some other some other cool things to do. And it was a fun way to just see them out of their element, right? Like to just be like, hey, we're all here. Um I, but the ropes course was really cool because we did this thing. They split us up into two um peanut butter and jelly teams. For years, I heard the coaches talk to each other about peanut butter and jelly. Like a coach, a kid would be like, Oh, this coach said this. And he'd be like, no, nah, I didn't. He's a jelly. 
like the coach is like the kids don't know what he's talking about but like the peanut butter and jelly thing stuck around for years yeah, you're going to and get I search, was- search for that one team team, <laughs> yeah, team right. peanut uh, yes. so it was uh so it was really cool um, outside of the box thing that worked really, really well for me. And coaches ended up loving it and wanting it. And what are we going to do this year and that type of thing? So um, I guess that's kind of the point, right? Like your department one, there's resources in front of you that that you're not even looking at that way because you're so busy. So take a minute. So even write down the stuff that you think you spent a lot of time on. How can you make it easier? Is it with a chart or a list? Or is it with maybe a tool that you already use like digital ticketing? Or is it through a in-service for team building? Or do you have coaches right in front of you or communities right in front of you who are willing to help? You just have to know how to ask. Yeah, I'll, I'll second the, the coaching zoning. Um, I use it as a professional development too. We didn't do solely team building things like a, a rope course or, or things like that. You know, we went to, we went bowling, but then we would split up on teams and compete against each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we went top golf and think, you know, so we would have fun for an hour, hour and a half. Um, eat lunch or dinner or whatever at that time while we're there, like I said, and just just be around each other. Yeah. And then after we got done playing the, the games, then th- then we went into a room at the facility um, and sat down and had some PD stuff, you know, whether it was, you know, uh, maybe, you know, the first 20, 30 minutes of it was here's mm-hmm. kind of the expect expectations for the year. You know, if anything, it's changed, you know, rule updates and, and you know, just general stuff you got to do at the beginning of the year anyway. Uh, but then the, the second half was, all right, let's let's actually grow together. Maybe, you know, if you brought in a, a quote unquote guest speaker or if you zoomed them in or if you're going to do a book study that year or or whatever the, the PD looked like, um, we would do it right there on, on, you know, the campus of that facility. And just like you said, is, you know, especially middle school ADs probably looking at their budget going, I can't pay for 20 coaches to go to top mm-hmm. golf or bowling. Well, here's another way to to get a quote unquote sponsor. Right. You go to, you know, we went to a spare time. I don't know if you're listening, if you have a spare time anywhere around, but it's a, you know, a, a, an upbeat bowling alley. Right. Um, and so I just went to their manager and spoke to, hey, this is what we want to do. Um, we would love to, to partner with you. And, you know, we'll we'll throw a we'll throw a spare time banner in, in our gym. We'll put you on our social media posts. We'll, we'll do different things like that. If you're able to either comp our, our bowling fee or give us a huge discount. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they were able to do that because now they're yeah. not having to write a check to us, right? It, it doesn't cost them. I mean, it's going to cost them a little bit of money to, to, to take a lane yeah. away, but it's not going to cost them too much money to take a lane away. Um, or definitely know, so, worth the banner. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so, you know, that, that was a, a way that we were able to, to get them out and, and have fun. Like I said, even if you can't do something like that, if you, you know, if you think of other, other, um, things that don't cost money, but still mm-hmm. doing something as, as a group. Like I said, if, if you've got a, a, a what's well, a switch now, but you know, we before, if you've got a Nintendo Wii or a Nintendo switch, you know, bring that in and, and plug it up to a Promethean board or plug it up to a projector and then have a competition with Mario Kart or have a top competition with something, yeah. you know, just to get the coaches talking to each other. There's so many ideas out there of how, of what you could do. And I think it's, um, easier to sometimes be like oh well here are my roadblocks well think outside of those let's go beyond let's look at what you already have and and you're right like you know trading off services is is a huge one and, and lots of places would love to do that so I just can't you know 
just, I just want to encourage everybody to really kind of think about what they're doing, what they have in front of them and what kind of resources and tools they have to already improve what they're doing. Um, and make, you know, and if you're able to do these things, you become more organized or you, you're looking about how you're a department of one and how that can work out for you. You might become happier too, right? You might have some more time or, or be less stressed. Um, and I think that's really a really great thing when we can have our ADs be like that. Yeah. And it all circles right back to, right. If, if I'm giving them a fun outing, if I'm giving them some, some PD mm -hmm. stuff, then when I go ask for something, then you've got a better, better chance of them, um, agreeing to it or, or wanting to help you out because they see that the effort that you're putting in as well. Yep. And it goes both ways because if I have a coach who's helping me um, and they're short a couple hundred bucks for these new uniforms they want, I'm much more likely to help them because you're already helping me and I'm helping you. And it's, a, that's, that's the way it works, right? Like we're all supposed to be a team that and it's not your program. It's not my program. We're a team. Um, and I think that mind frame is really important. Yeah. And let's face it. We're all humans because we've all made those decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a coach comes up and, um, we'll just use baseball, softball, since they're similar, you know, maybe the, the baseball coach didn't want to really help out all year. And it's like, look, I just want to coach. And, but the softball coach is like, Hey, what can I do for you? You know, can I help with this? You know, anytime you need me, call me. And then both of them are up for new uniforms and the softball coach comes and say, Hey, I'm about $400 short. Um, can you help me out? It's yeah, it's very quick. Yes. Here, here, here's the 400. I'll put, I'll make sure that it's in your account in, in, in five minutes and go order your stuff. But then when the baseball coach comes up, says, hey, I'm about $400 short. And, you know, you really want to look at him and say, so, you know, go go figure it out. Right. But, you know, it, it, you're not as it, sometimes it's a little bigger conversation. Then you could be like, OK, well, I'll give you the 400, but I need you to do this. I need you mm -hmm. to help with tickets or help concessions or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, hopefully once if you've had those outings, you've had those relationships, hopefully you don't have that 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 issue. Most time, again, it's with the newer coaches that have to, to buy into to the program and, and all of that. So I think mm -hmm. that's all great. I think that was some great stuff um, because hopefully that department of one is now a department of 10, right? Because now you have help. Um, and that that's ultimately where we're, where we're wanting to go to. Yep. Absolutely. So we're going to kind of jump into the last uh, part, but before uh, we want to do that again, we want to thank our, our title sponsor, uh, vital signs wall of fame. Hey, that's also another platform that you can, uh, publish and, and publicize the, the great times that you have at your coaching outings you can put on the screen and people can look at the pictures of it and and all the different things that your your coaches do as well so make sure you check out uh, vital signs wall of fame dot com uh, for more information so and yeah i know we're both big into the professional development we just talked about it um mm -hmm. you know having professional development and, and wanting to get better so you talked about what what you like to do with your coaches what does ad uh lapointe do uh to to get better her, herself um that you can possibly you know talk to the, and hopefully help others get better i think um talking to other ad's is really important it's something in the beginning of my career i had a couple of um athletic directors who um i could talk to and and ask maybe you know the silly stupid questions that i was just trying to figure out um, and without them, I'm like internally grateful. Chuck Hit from Harmony, who's since retired. But if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be where I am today because he really was a sounding board for me. And I think that's really important. So I always really tried whenever a new AD came into our county to reach out and be like, you can ask me whatever you want. No judgment. I just want to help because that was so vital to me when I started. 
Um, Cause you, it's, it's, you can feel lonely, right? You're the only person on your campus. The part of one comes right back. You're the only person on your campus. So if you want to run some ideas or this bylaw doesn't make sense to me, or there's a gray area here, can I do this? Those type of conversations are really important. So I do think that the courses that we take are great. Um, I always believe in continuing learning. I don't think learning ever stops. But I think that having a network and trying to build a network, whether that's local or if that's, um, you know, state or national, I just think it's really important that you have ADs that are that you can talk to. They know exactly what you're asking, why they're asking it, because we're not the first people to do this, right? Like there, there is people who know, um, have a thing or two, and they've been in sticky situations or they've had such things that have worked and not worked. And that's where you can kind of base some of your ideas off of. Right. It's okay to take part of this person's idea and part of this person's idea and turn it into your own. So I think um, I can't stress enough how important I think it is that you, you try to make friendly relationships with some of your EDs in your area. I think it's really, really valuable, more so than I realized like when I first came in. Yeah, like I said, I've probably learned the most standing on the sideline of a game, talking to another AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, like I said, the, the LTC classes are phenomenal. The different professional developments that your states mm-hmm. do are phenomenal. Um, but, you know, I've, I've stayed on, you know, maybe if like it's if I go to another uh, school's gym and I'm staying next to the AD and I'm like, hey, you know, what is that? What is that about? Or or, or I, I like the way that your your uh, fans and, and spectators are coming in or I like the way you have your tickets set up or, or mm-hmm. whatever. So then, you know, we're a, they're able to explain their process and what they did on that. And I'm like, Hey, I could really use this, right. I'm struggling on this, or maybe mm-hmm. it's, it's something that they're it doing. It could be as simple I- as banners, right? Like I like the way yep. your banners look like it could be just, who do you use? It could be something really simple. So yeah, there's a lot of different opportunities for that. Yeah. And you know, how, how's the field set up, right. You know, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe, you know, the way that you cut the grass a certain way, you know, it, again, mm-hmm. it's different things that, again, there's a class for that on in almost everything that you want in the NIAAA. Um, so I think, you know, you definitely take those, but then once you take those too, and then it all kind of comes full circle and now your eyes are starting to be open a little more uh, to mm-hmm. things. And um, especially when you take the curb appeal one, if you've never took the curb appeal LTC, I think it's 620. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong number, but it, if, you know, if you haven't taken the curb appeal one, make sure you take that. It'll definitely open your eyes. And when you go to the other uh, schools and facilities, you'll definitely be able to pull things from them to make yours better. Um, so, no, that that is definitely good. And I mean, just, just like, our, you know, our relationship, you know, I'm in South Carolina, you're in Florida, but we can text each other back and forth and we're going through the same things. Um, yep. So, you know, make sure that you 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 build those relationships. But I appreciate you, you, you running on with us. And jump. I know you got a very busy schedule, and um, but please make sure for those who are listening and are still listening all the way to the end, uh, make sure you go <laughs> check out uh, Paradox. Um, you will have a good laugh. I think y'all are what season three, maybe now. Am I- well, we're on. We're on two. I think we're on like what our sixty eighth episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of good stuff in there. Like I said, it's <laughs> they they especially if you start from the very beginning, the first couple ones will will open up your eyes. Going, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go through that. <laughs> um so and, and, you know make sure you definitely check them out you know uh danielle if you kind of want to you know uh tell them what the, where that landing page is if you know i think y'all do have a y'all have a website or, or a way to find it on twitter and things like that yep mm-hmm. absolutely so we we have a landing site you can find it through linkedin or through twitter or really if you search paradox untold stories from athletic directors through any of the um 
you know, different podcast platforms or YouTube. So, um, yeah, it's a great listen. I, I definitely, I definitely recommend it. And if you have a story that you want, you know, let us know. Or if you have a question about the Department of One, please don't, you know, be afraid to reach out. Um, the email is paradoxuntold at gmail.com. And it's paradox like P-A-I-R-A-D-O-C-S because my co-host uh, Dustin Smith and I both have our doctor degree. So it's like a play on words, paradox. Yeah. Make sure, make sure that if you are asking a question about department of one, you're asking um Danielle, um, mm-hmm. because Dustin has everybody's uh, fantasy job and, and department how many, of 20. Yeah. How many assistants he has. Again, Dustin's a yeah. great guy and, and I, I'm glad for him, but yeah, if you, if it's definitely a department of one question, uh, make sure mm-hmm. you, you write Danielle's name in there. If it's a department of 20, then then go look for that's it for a guy yeah so <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's it's a good time and um so make make sure you definitely check them out and again you can find myself on, on twitter as well ad freddy uh but again i, I appreciate you uh listening to us today and uh, we'll see you next time thanks for having me at the wall of fame our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life we transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community showcasing your school's diverse history proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our Wall of Fame is in your content. Whether you are starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. For more information about the Wall of Fame and a 5% discount, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com backslash Freddie.